Out. Driver. On in book. Out. Driver. On in book. Let's 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 move on to the next thing. I was gonna tell you a funny story about Val Kilmer in the bathroom. I'm actually gonna skip that. Uh, but I, I, Val Kilmer was there though. Val, Val was there. And, weird to see. All right, we're getting to Val Kilmer because it's kind of yes. funny. So I'm looking in the corner, sitting on a couch in the corner over there. Is this? I'm like, oh man, it's so funny, man. That that fat dude looks like Val Kilmer. <laughs> And I'm like, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, why the fuck would Val Kilmer be here, yeah, right? If you have the pre-tell guest. Exactly. Like, why, like, what, uh, for the free food? Like, I'm thinking, like, why the fuck would Val Kilmer be here? I'm like, that must be some fucking, right? Why the free food? You're so mean, dude. <laughs> it must be. It's time to see the Americans tearing down our royalty. Dude, there you got it. Well, I love Tombstone, man. Well, I would, I would have said great things about Val Kilmer. Yeah, like, if he wasn't like, a dick. If he wasn't a dick. Like I always do about Weird Al. Weird Al, every time I see him, is the coolest man ever. And every yes. time I see him, he elevates his coolness on how he's just a good human being. He's a genuine person. And, and I... Which is weird. If I could be half the human being Weird Al is, I would be very happy with myself. Yes. Like, I would like... I, I, I aspire to, to try to be have that level of character. Like, he's just fucking great. Right? So Weird Al's awesome, and then and then you know five minutes later I'm looking at this fat Val Kilmer, right? <laughs> and, and I'm like, there's no way that's Val Kilmer on it. I'm in my head, I'm talking to myself. I'm like, that's funny on it. That guy looks like Val Kilmer. That's probably just some fucking rocker that I don't know, right? Some old man rocker. So whatever, we go in there, we see Val Kilmer getting announced for as a nominee for an award. I'm like, holy shit, that dude was Val Kilmer. So I'm walking around and he's coming back out. No, it was. And he? I come up to him and I'm like. Yeah. Because Val Kilmer, that my sister was in love with him in the 80s. I'm like, Every I gotta shake before. Val Kilmer's hand, right? And let me get a promo shot with him for something, right? Because it's Val fucking Kilmer. And you know what? He's in our world. He should be goddamn excited to be, you know, actually say hello to musicians. And you're not, I mean, if, shit, dude. Like, well, he was there to you're win. a visitor. He was there to win. He's still a fucking visitor. He's still an actor. His ego, his ego is the size of his belly. He definitely was there. <laughs> He was so, there to win. He was and there I to spoke, win. Was it spoken word or comedy? I album? didn't even fucking. I was either, I know. It was either spoken spoken word or something. It was, it was children's. It might have been children's album. Possible, but. There's probably some kids' album how he leads kids into the woods and puts sticks them in an oven in a gingerbread house and eats them. It's, it's like every children's story. So, anyway, so like. I shake his hand, I talk to him, and he seems to be in a real hurry. He didn't look me in the eye. It was very weird, right? He's talking about going to the bathroom. And I'm like, alright dude, you gotta go to the bathroom. I have to pee too at this. I'm like, and I didn't even go to the same bathroom as him. I'm like, I'm not, after this fucking interaction, like, I am not gonna be in the same bathroom. I mean, the same. He's like, he was just rude. Right? And I'm like, and I don't want him to turn around and be like, why are you following me in the bathroom? And I'd be like, dude, like, you, you're gross, dude. Like, right now. And and really, I, and I I was compelled to wash my hand after shaking <laughs> Val Kilmer's hand. Anyways, that was an aside I actually really didn't want to get into because I'm sure everyone's like, why don't you fucking assholes fucking start talking about the actual Grammy show? But maybe you're not because if you're smart, you're listening to this shit on Spotify and you just didn't click on the tracks that have nothing to do with the show. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I'm all pro Spotify. I hope they're still in fucking business like a year from now yeah, right. before they like... Uh, and keep in mind, Spotify is cool. Like We get shit royalties for Spotify. They just cannot it, afford it, to well, pay us. But I love the fact... That everyone can actually fucking listen to it and interact and share and, and talk about it, and it just means that much more than the fucking forty cents we would have made at somebody listening. So yeah. like, it just it literally is that much more. All right, so luckily we're smart and we made a list. So I'm gonna read this off show points. It will not be in order of the show this year because yeah, it's just not gonna happen. So B 
Beach Boys, 25 people on stage. Go! Oh, yeah, Beach Boys. So, Holy shit! So, you know, going into this, uh, there was, um, you know, an anytime you go to see music in, in, a, in a format that has a lot of artists, you're always excited to see those artists you never had a chance to see, and you've seen them for the first time. Because it's like, you know, there's a bucket list of musicians that everything everybody should have. You know, if, you, if you're a music, music lover, you have like the Aretha Franklin, you have, you know, uh, God rest his soul, James Browns of the world, right? Where it's like, man, there's these talents that you know, have been around for decades, and you know, you like to be able to see them at least once to say that, hey, you set eyes upon them, but you have to hear them make their music. Because, man, you know, music's timeless, it's, it's immortal, it'll last forever, right? And so, um, Beach Boys is one of those, those groups, and, and I've heard that, you know, the main lead singer, I think his last name is Wilson, and I, 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 I have no disrespect, I just, I just don't know all the, all the members of the Beach Boys, um, and he, his voice has been crapped out for a long time. So, uh, as in, in, in true Grammy fashion, they, they try to get, you know, collaborations, to get, you know, more artists, pub, publicity up there on stage, so they did a Foster the People in Maroon 5. Right. And the Beach Boys all performed kind of the medley of Beach Boys songs. And, you know, man, dude, Maroon 5 and Foster People did a bang-up job. Just awesome. You know, and, and I know awesome. everyone loves that pumped-up kick song. If there was a song that, that defined indie rock music right, in 2011, right. it was pumped-up kick song. And yeah, sounds that, like, that one ate the Billboard charts yeah, alive. Yeah, and it's great. And, and I listened to the whole rest of the album, I wasn't that impressed, but and they nailed it. I mean, the guy's voice is really was unique. Really good. I had never seen them live before. And, I, and, uh, and Maroon 5 was cool, and I'm, I'm a bit of a Maroon 5 fan. Everybody's right. mom loves the fleet Oh right. my god, my mom is texting me all night, I'm like, can you please get Bruno <laughs> Mars Maroon 5's autograph? Yes. Maroon Mars, Maroon 5, Bruno Mars. So there's Maroon definitely 5, a hump factor, apparently, for Maroon 5. And right. You know, you right. play keyboard and, and run around saying it's great. So, but but they nailed a Beach Boys song, and you know what? I'm, I'm already up for an honest, and you guys, if you guys know me and listen to my rant, I, I really don't like music that was made before 1975. I just don't, right? Like I I just don't like it, and uh, so I was very afraid. I was gonna fall asleep at the Grammys because like, uh, that lineup they're like Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, I actually did Bruce Springsteen. Okay. So Paul McCartney. Um, and, and, and Beach Boys. That, that's all I needed to hear to be like, this is going to suck, right? I'm like, I I did not think I'd be able to sit through listening to that beach music, right? Yeah. Like, I did not think I'd be able to sit and listen to that nonsense, right? It makes me think of rainbows and skittles and, <laughs> and like people doing the twist on the beach, and it's, it's just and like, the shit. set kind of looked like rainbows and skittles. Yeah, and yeah it's, just, it's just shit I don't want it going on in my head, right? And uh, but dude, uh, kudos to whoever runs the sound. At the Grammys. Well, first I'll give credit. The performance is awesome. Like, yeah, the performance kick ass. The Beach Boys sounded great. There was none of the issue with the, with with any of the scene and, for the and, Beach and Boys, it and, was, they, and it was they yeah. nailed like to watch that many people sing together and nail those harmonies go in and out and the instruments. Go, I mean, it was just it was musically from yeah. a musician's perspective, whether you like Beach Boys or not. Yeah. It was jaw droppingly floor up. And you're like, wow, they you guys are good. Yeah, they had 25 musicians on stage so instrumentation and singing and they blended it together to where it sounded it fantastic good. it was probably one of the most impressive things you know there's lots of you know moving this you know putting together assembling these sets really quickly right, right. i mean there's i mean the production itself it, it, yeah, I, you guys don't get to see that on tv yeah. and and uh and depending on where you're sitting you don't even get to see that from the show 
But we're lucky usually we get to see all the all the setup that's going on yeah. backstage, which is really the production really makes awesome. Cirque Soleil seem like a circus. You know, the guy right? like yeah. I mean, like it, it, this is the big leagues right. when it comes to sound stage right. and, and production. I There's mean, a Grammy saying it doesn't work on paper. Yeah, it doesn't work. Exactly. It doesn't work on paper. Like if you're watching, going like it's it's not possible for somebody to actually put the show on and actually not have a million things go wrong and nothing ever goes wrong. Like it's it's just. It, it's just that segment alone of those twenty-five guys should not have worked. Yeah, totally. And and it, and it sounded so good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, everybody walked away with a better brand after. Right like there. that night, they should. By the way, we're giving an honorary uh, uh, honorary Grammy awards to whoever runs sound here tonight, <laughs> yeah. and whoever's the lighting director here tonight. Yeah. Which I'll get to lighting directors uh, pretty soon and how impressed I am about that nonsense. But since we're talking about baby boomers that I don't like and we're <laughs> impressed about, um, Paul McCartney. Um, if you asked me two days ago, I don't know, what do you think about Paul McCartney, you wouldn't have heard anything good, right? Like, I just, I just don't I don't think of Paul McCartney and musicianship in the same sentence. I think of Paul McCartney and vegetarianism, but, like, I just don't think of him as a musician. He's just a jump. He just looks like a little British monkey jumper. Like, I, I and everyone hates me for this, but, like, I, I just think Beatles is, like, I don't, it's just not music to me. It's just, like, nonsense. And to me, it's not, like, little kids banging on their toy fucking uh, shits, right? It's shit that I listened to and played when I was five. Like, it's it's bad. Sesame Street music is way more complicated. It's just bad. Anyways, that's my rant. And uh, I can't wait to see the annual emails of what an asshole I am. Actually, I no, no, like let me interject, though, really quick. Um, anybody as anybody, how do you defend Paul McCartney since the Beatles? You just can't. So I mean, I mean, so, so but, but here's my big but. So before you, you you hate me. Uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> I apologize for the last few decades of my life. I, when I, I think I started bashing the Beatles when I was about nine is when I outgrew them, right? And so, uh, uh, dude. Paul, he says that fucking Valentine jazz standard, right? Oh, he nailed that, and yeah. With Joe Walsh, who was fucking awesome, like, and so, dude, like, he nailed it, and I, I'm saying to myself, and I may have said it out loud, probably pissed off people in front of me, I didn't know Paul McCartney was talented. Like, I just, I'm like, oh my god, like, this guy's good, like, either Beatles is pop music that I never gave any credit to whatsoever, and I've been a dick for a long time. <laughs> Or he has really grown as a musician, but that Paul McCartney and that uh, and that Joe Walsh combo was awesome. And now we're confused Al at the end, and we were talking about yeah, this. Yeah, so weird. Was he Paul McCartney was going to do a bunch of Beatles stuff, and I'm like, oh well, no. Well, first of all, so, so he did one song. He did the, the old the old Valentine's Day standard. Right. right, he did that. So he did one song, and then he came back. The the show ends with a Beatles medley. So. What I would, I'm, I'm picturing is is the Beatles medley, right? Uh, yeah, I'm picturing. Oh my God, this is where I should go to the bathroom. They're gonna sing like. And so I started listening to it, and I really recognized the first song at, at the big get go because the guy kind of has like a hard rock guitar tone. Dude, it sounded heavy. Yeah, the, the drummer had a double bass pedal. Yeah, so like like they put good. some balls on these songs, which I just and, didn't. And expect. the only reason I knew those were Beatles songs. Is there's an old lady sitting in front of us singing along? And if there's old people, if there's anybody over the age of fifty singing along, it's a Beatles song, right? So yes, yes, yes. So yeah, going back to the guitar duel at the end, which was, and I didn't even realize till like the end, till you pointed out, is that Bruce Springsteen? Well, like, yeah, oh my so, God, Bruce Springsteen. So when I think of, of Paul McCartney, you think you know behind the piano as kind of a gay singer, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a feminine singer, you know, soft, you know, smooth voice. 
And then I think he was the bass player, right? He played bass. He was the bass player. Yeah, right? so, yeah. so, you know, after he, so he starts off behind the piano, and then, like I said, there was a guy playing hard, hard, you know, rock guitar and the double bass drums. And so I'm kind of like, you know, it's weird. I don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, there's like six guitar players. <laughs> he grabs a guitar, you know, left handed player that he is. Was the guitar or was the bass? Uh, well, because they're they're trading solos. It looked like even Paul McCartney. I thought it did. I don't really know, man. There's so much going on. There were so many people on stage. You could not figure out. Well, who was who was playing what at what time? In eye right? shot, right? Like those you watch from were kind of lucky because the camera focuses on one guy. We were a little overwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, and and it wasn't because the Grammys they they're like well something goes on one side of the stage, something goes on the other, sometimes okay. something goes in the middle. They took up the whole stage. If you came up to if you came up to me before the Grammys and said, hey, dude, I'll bet you a hundred bucks. Now, when when Paul McCartney <laughs> comes out there and does a Beatles medley, we're gonna have a guitar duel between six guitar players on stage. Because when you think Paul McCartney, the Beatles, you think trading guitar solos. Uh, and no, let's correct this. We're not talking about 1968 gay guitar solos. <laughs> we're talking some pretty heavy double bass drum. We're talking some nailing it, almost 80s cock rock guitar solos. I mean, it was it was hard rock. So it, it was classic rock. So it, 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 it took me a moment. It, it took me a while to go like, "What's going on there?" And then it was like, "Oh, it's David Grohl." And I'm like, "Oh my God, that's Bruce, Bruce Springsteen." <laughs> so it was a, one of the weirdest ways to end the Grammys. It ended up a lot better than we but thought. But it made up for Rhinestone Cowboy and the Alzheimer's dude. <laughs> but we're not even gonna talk about that. Yeah, no. So, just in case you didn't know yet, you are listening to Latindian Style, the podcast. And I'm your host, Anand Bhatt, tu Latindio. So keep listening, we're going to have some fun. All right. Now, as usual, please do check out my artist profile on Spotify. Follow and let me know what you think. I look forward to hanging out with you again. Love you guys.